0: Namaskaram, Uh, Ernesto, Michael, José. Today we're uh, here to to discuss one question and let's see what we can can get out of it. The question says, um, if this is a path of happiness, how is it that devotees feel unfit, feelings of failure, being full of flaws or unsuitable for this path? Are those feelings... An inevitable effect of looking for the restoration of our natural condition, or that shows we are still highly immature, spiritually speaking.
1: Bueno, en la pregunta hay algo que creo que es importante matizar eh, de manera expresa.
0: In the question, there is something I think there is uh, we can give some nuances uh, regarding the the way the question is expressed.
1: Cuando habla de si hemos de restaurar nuestra condición natural, porque es como si de alguna manera nuestra condición natural hubiera sido desinstaurada.
0: Porque dice que tenemos que restaurar nuestra condición natural, como si de alguna manera nuestra condición natural hubiera sido no restaurada. No sé cómo decirlo.
1: En relación a esta pregunta, confluyen dos... Cuestiones que coexisten al mismo tiempo.
0: There are two uh, here at the same time.
1: Por una parte, es normal que cuando alguien llega a un camino como este, en la mayoría de los casos,
0: subestime bastante
1: la verdadera entidad y la verdadera fuerza de las vishe avasanas, que son las inclinaciones para experimentar otras cosas distintas de lo que realmente somos.
0: Is that usually to uh, to underrate the strength of the vishe avasanas, which are the tendencies, or the uh, yeah tendencies to experience things other than ourselves, of what we actually are.
1: Y el conocimiento y el entendimiento intelectual. ...que suele ser bastante sorprendente y aliviante... ...para la mayor parte de las personas que vienen con grandes ansiedades y aflicciones...
0: El
1: conocimiento, el entendimiento intelectual y el entendimiento o la comprensión mental... ...para muchas personas que vienen con grandes aflicciones y ansiedades y preocupaciones les hace creer al aliviarse en cierto modo eh, temporalmente eso que ya han tenido una comprensión verdaderamente profunda y que no tienen que trabajar en sus basanas.
0: Y the people uh, intellectual intellectual uh, uh concepts la uh, the understanding the comprehension of the of the teachings uh, intellectually uh, maybe a relief for some people who come to this path with uh, many um uh, with many things that uh, are af- affect them like uh, grief they feel grief or they feel uh, other things that for them it can be like a comaticio uh, al final uh,
1: sí y, y creen que no no tienen que realizar ningún esfuerzo en el terreno y en el ámbito de la voluntad
0: ah, and they don't, and they think they, they don't have to make any effort in the field of uh, will
1: Eh, de ahí que, paralelamente, ahí, eh, normalmente suele haber un cierto grado de inmadurez desde el punto de vista de cuánto nos hemos llegado a girar hacia nuestra verdadera
0: naturaleza. So Aunque
1: nuestra verdadera naturaleza es... Totalmente madura siempre, no experimenta cambio alguno ni requiere de ningún tipo de, de desarrollo de ninguna clase.
0: Is and it any eh,
1: por lo tanto, diría que realmente eh, los verdaderos devotos de Bhagavan Eh, han de tener la suficiente humildad como para no abandonar nunca una posición de principiante.
0: Así so, que los devotistas del vagabundo deberían tener la actitud de no perdonar uh, uh, o abandonar una uh, actitud de ser un beginner
1: Eh, mientras eh, no sean capaces de permanecer en un estado de pura autoconsciencia o atmasarupa sin interrupción durante mucho, mucho tiempo y con un alto grado de amor e intensidad.
0: No sé qué, qué,
1: qué pensáis. Los demás que os gustaría aportar.
0: So what do you think of that? Uh, what else do you want to, to add to that? Uh,
2: yes. Um, I, I, I would have answered slightly differently. Um, uh, um, that is in regarding the first sentence. If this is a path for happiness, how is it that voters feel unfit, feelings of failure? being full of flaws and unsuitable for this path happiness is our own real nature all the other qualities mentioned here being unfit being a failure uh, being full of flaws being unsuitable for this path this is the nature of ego we who are following this path are ego so we we uh, it is precisely because the defective nature of ego, but it is necessary for us to follow this path. And um, all these feelings of being unfit, inadequate and so on, these will continue till the very end, until ego is destroyed. Um, Because this is the nature of ego. Ego is, the very nature of ego is to be constantly going outwards, constantly seeking happiness in things other than ourselves. So, um, it's, it's not but we start on this path and it's difficult at first and then we get more and more skill and it becomes easier and easier. As we go deeper and deeper in this path, we recognize more and more clearly our own unfitness, our own lack of love to hold on to self-attentiveness. Holding on to self-attentiveness is not actually difficult. The reason it seems difficult to us is that we really don't want to, because holding on to self-attentiveness, it dissolves ego. The more we hold, the deeper we go into this uh, self-attentiveness, the, the more ego is dissolving. And because we are not yet willing to surrender ourselves completely, we, we, it, it seems to us to be difficult. What is not actually difficult seems difficult because we don't want to. We we are unwilling to uh, to surrender ourselves. We are unwilling to uh, dissolve in our source. So, regarding the second part of the uh, question, are these feelings an inevitable effect of looking for the restoration of our natural condition, or that shows that we are still highly immature, spiritually speaking? No, I don't think it shows that we are still highly immature, spiritually speaking. If The more we feel I am fit for this path, the more immature we are. As we go deeper in this path, as we mature in following this path, we will become more and more clearly aware of our shortcomings, our inadequacies. Um, Because... If we think that, oh, I'm fit for this part, I'm able to I'm able to hold on to self-attentiveness, I'm able to sit with my eyes closed for two hours and hold on to self-attentiveness, we are actually just deluding ourselves. Whatever we're holding on to, it's something other than self-attentiveness. Because if we're actually holding on to self-attentiveness, we'll feel the full force of the vishaya vasanas pulling our attention outwards. That is why in songs like, Aksramai. Um, Bhagavan is off, obviously Bhagavan has attained all that he's praying for there already, but he's what he's reflecting there is the state of a highly mature soul who is ready to in, for example in verse um nine, I think, he says, um uh um uh, <coughs> he says uh that too that means destroying myself destroying me Ipodu now um if you do not unite with me destroying me now so he's that shows the 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 extreme maturity but he's ready to uh be destroyed here and now so that is the 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 state of true maturity. So the more mature we come we become, the more we will become aware of our inadequacies. In this verse nine, he's he expresses how willingly he's ready to give himself and be destroyed here and now. But in the previous two verses, what was he talking about? He was to, uh, in verse um seven, I think he was talking about um I I'll just get the verses um verse seven he was talking about the mind running he says uh, he said um ulatin o uh seated firmly upon this mind so that it does not run out cheating you um so he's there lamenting about the uh, running there implies running outwards and in the uh, verse eight he begins the mind which is but roams about the world so but the mind which roams about the world uh, may subside seeing you uninterruptedly show your beauty so here he's talking about the the state of his mind his mind is still running outward his mind is still roaming about the world and in the the verse after verse nine he says um why they sleep when others are pulling me? Those others who are pulling are the vishayabhasanas. And in the next verse he says, uh, when the, the, the five sense thieves entered my heart, were you not in my heart? So the five sense thieves again mean the vishayabhasanas, but are pulling the mind outwards. So but he, in, even in such a state of extreme maturity, when he's ready to surrender himself and be destroyed here and now, He's still recognizing the nature of the mind is to be constantly running outwards. So the mind will, the vishayabhasanas, will not be destroyed until ego is destroyed. It's not that slowly, slowly the vishayabhasanas will get uh, less, and then one day when all the vishayabhasanas are destroyed, then ego will be destroyed. No, the only way to destroy the vishayabhasanas completely is the, destruction, is the de- destruction of their root, namely ego. Um, but in order to be willing to surrender ego, the vishaya vasanas need to be weakened to a considerable extent. So, in the state of extreme spiritual maturity, the vishaya vasanas are weakened to a great extent. But just because they're weak doesn't mean that they don't fight back ferociously. If, um, if a Group of uh, of um, of hunters are hunting a tiger with a spear. They may, with each one of them having a spear or a sword or a knife or something, but the, the the tiger um, will be very much wounded, very much weakened, and eventually they'll manage to corner the tiger. But when the tiger is is cornered, though it is very weak because of so having so many wounds. It will fight back with great ferocity because its very life is at stake. So even when our the weaker our vishaya bhasanas become, the more ferociously uh, ego will fight back with. I mean the 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 relationship between ego and its vishaya bhasanas. Ego is like the general, and the vishaya bhasanas are like the soldiers. So the, the the ego's army. Is the army of Bashar of That's what gives ego strength. So when the army is much depleted, almost defeated, and, and cornered, then it will fight back with great ferocity, because it, the, 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 the very, their very life is at stake. So this path is never; it, it will never be just plain sailing. It, the, the deeper we go in this path, the stronger the resistance to going deeper. So just because we feel we're aware of all our our unfitness, our failure, our lack of love to go within, and so on, that doesn't mean we're immature. The more mature we become, the more clearly we'll become aware of our unfitness. Um, people who are immature, as um, as Anesta uh, was saying. They think with a little bit of they. They read these things. They understand. Yes. Oh, I'm just consciousness. So there's nothing more for me to do. I don't have to do anything. They, they will easily fool themselves into thinking. But they have attained something just because of a little bit of understanding. They may also have some experience, some so-called spiritual experience, and then they may think, Oh, I've got now. I've now I'm self-realized. That is the immature mind. Es muy importante, Michael, algo que has dicho. Eh,
1: en, en relación a esto porque la
0: percepción you said this.
1: porque la percepción de fracasado o de inmaduro que normalmente suelen tener la mayor parte de los sadacas
0: uh, 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 n-
1: no es una percepción verdaderamente integral y profunda que te hace reconocerte totalmente impotente y totalmente incapaz como ego.
0: It's not a very integral uh, perception of being failure that re- uh, that really makes you fully aware to be fully impotent as ego.
1: Solo cuando llegamos a una absoluta impotencia y no hay ninguna sensación de ningún poder que tú puedas tener para llegar a liberarte de nada.
0: Only when you get to a fully impotent state where you have there is no uh, any other power for you to get liberation
1: eh, poder personal quiero decir uh, poder de lento
0: power uh-huh. ego's power
1: es entonces cuando la chit shakti verdaderamente se pone al mando completamente
0: es cuando la chit shakti takes uh, charge really
1: y, y por otra parte de lo que comentabas antes también Eh, As
0: hand, you were earlier, eh,
1: hay otro aspecto que, que me parece también muy muy importante
0: there is that seems to me very important.
1: y es que la, en base a una búsqueda de una felicidad eh, en lo externo jamás podemos llegar a sentir un verdadero sentimiento de avance
0: and uh, we are based on uh, search for happiness and external things we we can never uh, we uh, nunca podemos
1: llegar a tener un un verdadero sentimiento de avance
0: we can never really uh, have a true sense of uh, progression
1: porque todo el tiempo son ciclos satisfaction satisfacción insatisfacción eh,
0: because there are just tiempo. cycles of satisfaction and dissatisfaction
1: Because the verdadera felicidad no está ahí afuera
0: uh, because true happiness is not out there
1: no sé, Carlos, qué qué opinas. Me gustaría también escucharte, hermano, si te apetece.
0: Yeah, yeah, sure. I, I think that in well, it gives me the impression because when I wrote the question, I was thinking that, uh, as you said, Michael, that uh, if you are uh, immature, you're going to think that vasanas uh, fa- are whatever. I mean, they they don't matter, or uh, you are consciousness, you are not the doer. And there's nothing part of that is all predestined. So you, what, what else do you have? What is there left to do? Yeah. So, but if uh, uh, someone who is really who feels really unfit uh, or feels um, that it's a failure, that uh, their attention is constantly going outwards, uh, despite think, trying or making the effort to turn the attention back within, as uh, it is of this have the impression that there are like two levels or something. I mean, on one hand, superficially, you feel a failure. Like you can, you are, no matter what you do, your attention keeps going outwards. And another level, more deeper level, maybe that you don't know how is that working. Uh, I mean, your practice is working and you don't know at what point you are. And, but there is some kind of, of progression of some sort yeah. But you're not aware of it, or you cannot have uh, any idea or uh,
2: that. Yes, this is coming a little close to something else I was about to say, that is, the highly mature um, uh, uh, aspirant will feel their own inadequacies and uh, lack of love and everything, but their response to that is is increased determination to continue trying. An immature person, when they when when we early on in this path, when we begin to to recognize our own weakness, our own inadequacies, there are many people who have an inclination to give up, who tend to give up. Oh no, no, this is too they may not admit it to themselves, but they cease. Really trying because they feel in their heart of hearts they feel this is too difficult for me. I'm not going to be able to do this. So they um, uh, they 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 don't have that resolve to continue. They 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 give up trying. Um, so they, the 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 response of the mature mind and the response of the immature mind to the recognition of our inadequacies will be different. So, the the more we, if our mind is mature, and when we recognise our inadequacies, the, the the longing to surrender ourselves will become stronger and stronger because we recognise the very nature of this ego inadequacy, lack of love. This is the very nature of ego. We can't. So long as ego is there, it will always be inadequate. It will always, um, it will always lack the love to turn within so the 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 longing to surrender ourselves completely will will be intensified in the mature mind uh the more we recognize our inadequacies whereas an immature mind recognizing the inadequacies may lead to um uh, uh a sort of defeatism okay well i can't do this I, and um people they start off all enthusiastic and then slowly slowly they settle down into a routine and they don't really they 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 lose that fire of enthusiasm because they they're too put off by their own inadequacies so um what is a highly mature how how can we measure how mature we are as bhagavan said in, in uh, of, when he was asked about what is this, are there any signs of progress, Bhagavan said, perseverance is the sign of progress. It's the only sign of progress, because it the the it, it doesn't matter how inadequate we may be, how inadequate we may recognize ourselves to be. The important question is, do we persevere? Do we continue trying? If we give up, or or if our efforts become half-hearted, if we don't really. Um, uh constantly try to turn our attention within, in spite of all our inadequacies, um, that shows the mind is immature. That's one thing I was going to say. Another thing I was going to say, Ernesto, when you mentioned about Chit Shakti, when Chit Shakti takes over, another name for that Chit Shakti is grace. Grace is always there. It's always do- playing its part. But b- we are obstructing the work of grace. By raising as ego, we're obstructing the work of grace. So what is required on our path is to yield ourselves to grace. So in, in the mature mind, the more, we, the more we recognize our inadequacies, the more we recognize our lack of love, the more we will be willing to yield ourselves to grace, the more we will be willing to let grace take over as it were. So um, it, it, these are very, very subtle things. When, when we talk about it in words, our words will always fail to adequately capture what it is. Like in some books it's reco- recorded, um, but as uh, the Bhagavan said uh, something that when, when you try and try and finally you, you give up, that's when the, gra- the grace takes over. But I think in some books, when I've read this sort of idea, I think it's it's not always been adequately understood by the person who's recording what Bhagavan said, because this is a very, very subtle thing. Um, uh, however, that it, grace does take over, but it takes over only to the extent to which we yield ourselves. And uh, we will yield ourselves only to the extent that first we have to have a burning love to know and to be what we actually are. And we need to fully recognize the inadequacy of ego or the inadequacy of self as ego, then only the willingness to yield ourselves, but that in order to yield ourselves, we have to hold on to ourselves. So it's what what is happening at the deep level, the deeper we go within, the more the more subtle the process is. Mm-hmm. So we, we can't, by our mind, we can't adequately understand these things. But the important thing we have to understand is that the, the key to success in this path is to persevere in trying to be self-attentive. It doesn't matter how many times we fail. As Bhagavan says, <inaudible> however many thoughts arise, so what? As and when each thought arises, we need to investigate to whom. That means we need to turn our attention away from the thought back towards ourselves, the one to whom the thought has appeared. Mm-hmm. So it's our perseverance is the most important. That's all that's in our hand. We can persevere in trying, and the more we try to attend to ourselves, the more we are thereby yielding ourselves to that grace, to our active, that to that power of uh, of awareness that is ever shining in our heart as I. So it, it's such a it 's such a subtle process we can try and understand with our mind, but however we understand it, our understanding will be inadequate but the important it's not necessary for us to to be able to conceptualize this thing, but what is important is that we follow this path, we persevere in trying to be self attentive
1: mm. day in our class michael eh, Carlos jose hablamos the la similitud que puede haber entre un deportista de alto rendimiento y un sadaka en en esta vía de vagabund
0: El otro a class uh, study group we were uh, comparing the similarities between a, a sport as uh, a sport, uh, sportman like the one who competes professionally yes. and the uh, one sadaka in the spiritual path yes
1: porque esa perseverancia no es tanto el El, la aspiración que a lo mejor ilusoriamente muchos tienen de ser capaces de perseverar en cuanto a mantenerse ahí, en esa autoatención de manera constante. ¿Eh? ¿Otra vez, no, hermano? Sí, esa perseverancia no tiene tanto que ver con la ilusoria idea que muchos tienen de ser capaz de mantenerse en la autoatención de forma constante.
0: Y esa perseverancia no es la idea de permanecer uh, en uh, esa autoatención constantemente
1: sino en el volver a tratar de atenderse o de permanecer en lo que realmente somos cada vez que se cae.
0: But on trying to to attend to ourselves each time we fall,
2: time and again. doesn't matter how many times our attention is going outwards. If we're really following this path, our attention will be going outwards. The brains will be pulling us outwards but we need to persevere and bring the attention back again and again and again.
1: Cuando estás eh, vemos estas imágenes en las películas de que está alguien con dos piedras tratando de hacer fuego.
0: Just like when you see one of these scenes in the movie where some someone with two stones are trying to to make a fire.
1: Y, y lo intenta una vez y no y no y no, pero no deja de intentarlo hasta que finalmente.
0: If it doesn't want it, it keeps trying until it finally uh, lights, no. there's, yeah. there's a spark yeah. and then it's
2: fire. If you're desperate to have a fire, if a fire is the only thing that will keep you alive, if you're in very cold conditions, for example, and it's only by lighting a fire that you can survive, it doesn't matter how many times you fail to light the fire, you're going to continue trying, trying, trying until <laughs> your dying breath. <laughs> such, such needs to be the earnestness with which we try.
1: Right. So
0: it's not what uh, sorry. Ernesto. Sí,
1: sorry,
0: it's not what Ernesto said that uh, actually uh, that it's under we underrate the passions. At least more than like actually, one becomes fully aware the passions are too really big.
2: Yeah, 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 the strength yeah. Strength is really big. No, it's, that is if pure... You see the
0: pure are are oh, they decreasing? They're weakening. They're uh, I'm <laughs> I'm conquering my
2: <laughs> but, but, the other but, way around. The purer our mind becomes, the more clearly we'll be aware of the dirt in it. If you've got a very dirty shirt, you you won't see all the deeply embedded um, uh, stains in it. Only if you wash the shirt a couple of times, then you remove the superficial dirt, then you see how deeply embedded uh, some of the stains are. Likewise with the mind, the deeper we go within the more we recognize the how deeply ingrained these vasanas are in us, how reluctant we are to surrender ourselves completely. So but, but Sadhuam used to see, give an analogy. If you, if you see a crescent moon, you can't see any craters in it. Even if you see a half moon, in a half moon, you may be able to see the craters very faintly. The craters become clear only to the extent that the moon becomes full. In a full moon, then you can see the craters most clearly. Likewise, the purer our mind becomes, the more clearly we'll be aware of our own in- inadequacies. Mm-hmm. See, uh, uh, or take an ordinary worldly person. If you ask a worldly person, do you have desires? Yes, of course I've got desires. I want money. I want this. I want that. They, they're very well aware of their desires. But if you talk to them about Varsanas, they won't be understanding what you're talking about because the the Varsanas are those same desires in their subtle seed form. So we're all aware of desires, but to become aware, of it's only to be extent to which we go within. But we recognize that those desires arise from very subtle inclinations. And that's where the real problem lies we may be able to give up our grosser desires. We, I mean, taking sannyasa, leading the life of a sannyasi, may be relatively easy. Or even if we don't outwardly live the life of a sannyasi, we may be able to give up our our desire for... we um, we. Not completely, but we may be able to a great extent give up desire for money. Okay, if I have enough just to live on, that's all I need. I don't need to bother about money. So we, our desires will be becoming less. But we, the, the more the, the grosser forms of the desires drop off, the more we will become aware of the, those desires are still remaining in a seed form. The seed form is the vasanas. So the deeper we go within, the more clearly we will be aware of the vasanas. That's why if you pay close attention to Bhagavan's teachings, Bhagavan doesn't ask us to be concerned about thoughts. He says, however many thoughts rise, so what? What Bhagavan is asking us to be concerned about is the vasanas and even the vasanas how can we overcome those vasanas we can't overcome vasanas by fighting them we can overcome the vasanas only by clinging to self attentiveness but the problem is not the thoughts the problem is the vasanas that give rise to those thoughts and
1: and if we continue like this no the problem is not that these que vasanas emerge but in not giving priority to attend to the origin of the vasanas
0: in no darle prioridad a atender.
1: No darle prioridad a atender principalmente a de dónde surge esa basana.
0: Que es lo más importante, ¿no? Claro. Okay. And if we go trace it back even further, the the, the most important thing is to trace back where those basanas are originated.
1: Como... Ay. Sí. <risa> <Yes. risa> <risa> Como cuando Ganapati Muni, ¿no? Le, le, le preguntó a Bhagavan dame el secreto de Cómo puedo hacer el, el mantra y le dijo mira el silencio de donde emerge el mantra en donde el mantra se disuelve.
0: Like uh, when Gnanapati mentions Bhagavan, he gives me a secret to uh, where is the, the mantra, no, that I need to to recite. And Bhagavan said that uh, go back to the silence where the mantra originates. No? Yes.
1: Hay algo eh, también interesante en esto que estabas eh, diciendo, Michael. En, en la cuestión de que cuando uno se encuentra con una vasana que se debilita fácilmente
0: a, a, a that is weakened,
1: o, o así parece
0: or so it seems.
1: Eh, se puede llegar a la conclusión, a la falsa conclusión de creer que el resto también van a tener las patitas muy cortas Uh,
0: you can easily come to the conclusion that all all others are going to be uh, the same way are going to respond the same way
1: Uh,
2: yes yes true but also we never really know but we've conquered a vāsana we may seem to have conquered a vāsana or it may seem to us that is um We're most aware of the vasanas when they rise as likes, dislikes, desires, and attachments. So certain likes and dislikes and desires and attachments may seem to have dropped off. So we may think we've conquered those vasanas, but all of a sudden, it will suddenly surge up again. So um, we cannot be confident that we have eradicated vasanas until we have eradicated their root. And then there's no one left to be confident. The root of the vasanas is ego, but one who whose vasanas they are, that is the problem. That's what we, that's what the ultimate problem we're trying to deal with. Is if we kill the general, the whole army will, the enemy army will disperse. Mm-hmm. But in order in order to get to the general, who's surrounded by his army, we've got to be cutting down the, the, the vasanas. And we may sometimes think we've cut them down and they rise up again and come from behind us once mm-hmm. we thought we had cut down. So this is a battle in which we, we cannot know how we are progressing in this battle. All we know is we are fighting for our life, for our true life, our life as, as we are fighting to restore our own real nature. To, to regain or to return to our own real nature. So this is a this is a fight more than a, a fight for life. So we just have to go on fighting. We cannot know whether how much progress we're making. All we know is, but Bhagwan has shown us the direction in which we need to travel. The direction in which we need to travel is turning within, holding on to self attentiveness. We need to just do so. Doesn't matter. That is the annihilation of ego may come the next moment. It may come after a hundred lifetimes. It doesn't matter. All we we are in the midst of a battle. We can't be thinking about whether uh, are we going to win, are we going to lose. We just have to fight.
1: in cuanto a lo que decías, eh, Michael, del tema de la gracia, a veces puede parecer que hasta que no llegamos a rendirnos lo suficiente, la gracia no interviene más.
0: And uh, regarding the comment you said about grace, it it may seem that uh, until we are not able to surrender enough, uh, grace doesn't step in or doesn't intervene.
2: Yes, but grace is actually doing everything. All the time. All the time, yes, yes. But the problem is we are constantly obstructing the work of grace by raising as ego, by allowing our attention to go outwards. We are constantly obstructing the work of grace. That's why... Bhagavan says that just like the prey that has fallen in the jaws of the tiger cannot escape, those who have been caught in the glance of Guru's grace will surely be saved and will never be forsaken. Mm -hmm. However, nevertheless, it is necessary to follow without fail the path shown by Guru. Because if we're not following the path shown by Guru, we're obstructing the work of grace. So, so we 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 uh, we need to play our part. Ultimately, we will find all the effort we made to turn within and to hold on to self attentiveness was driven only by grace. It's mm-hmm. grace alone that is making us make that effort. But we, for us, it seems that we are making effort. Our, our our attention is going outwards. We need to turn within. The truth is. Grace is our own real nature. Grace is not something other than ourselves. It's not something up there in heaven that's going to come and fall down on, on our heads or anything. Grace is our own real nature. Grace is what is shining in our heart as I. So we need to yield ourselves to that by holding fast to it. We need to take refuge in grace, which is always shining in our heart. And we take refuge in it only by holding on to it, by not allowing our attention to go outwards.
1: Me recuerda,
2: algo...
1: Me recuerda algo que decía Alan Watts cuando hablaba de que al representar la película de Hamlet, la Dios o Brahman o Atman eh, intervenía moviendo los brazos y el habla del actor.
0: Me a la película de Hamlet o...
1: No, en la obra de teatro de Hamlet. La obra de
0: teatro. Uh, it reminds me of something that Alan Watts used to say that in the uh, in the uh, play of theater of Hamlet that uh, when God was represented, it, it was said to be to actuar a través de los.
1: Hacía que se moviera el, cualquier movimiento del actor de sus brazos, de su boca, de sus manos eh, eran impulsados, como dice Vagaban también, ¿no? Uh-huh. Por, por por la gracia, ¿no?
0: Ah, que any movement that or gesture or uh, say things that the actor said was impulse or made uh, was caused by uh, by God or Brahman. Or...
1: Pero que siempre hay una había también una sala verde detrás del escenario.
0: But there was behind the stage there was like a green hall or something.
1: Eh, donde a veces eh, Brahman Atman Eh, se muestra completamente a sí mismo eh, y ahí no interviene, interviene de forma más eh, evidente a, ante el pensador. Más claro para el soñador, de una forma más clara para el soñador, en esa sala ah, verde que está detrás de la, de in la
0: sala. En verde, en it showed uh, itself uh, for the thinker. Sí,
1: sí, sí. Cuanto más vamos a la sala verde, que sería ir a Atma Swarupa, cuanto más nos establecemos en nuestra verdadera naturaleza,
0: the more we go to the green uh, room, or the, like, the more we go to the, our real nature,
1: eh, al llegar al escenario, más entendemos que no somos Hamlet.
0: And the more we go back to the stage, the more we understand that we are not Hamlet.
1: Y menos interferimos a que a, cual, a que cualquier movimiento esté hecho siempre por, por él, por Dios, por Brahman, nunca por nosotros, como cual
0: de less we interfere de any uh, movement that we do es made by God and not our, uh, uh, made by us as body or as
1: es mucha gente cree que la, la gracia interviene más cuando ya te has rendido
0: Many Usually it comes in more when you have surrendered,
1: pero en todo momento incluso cuando nos estamos mmm, identificando grandemente con un pensamiento, también eso está dentro del prarabdha karma y la gracia es lo que lo ha ordenado.
0: But even when we are identifying ourselves with a thought, is uh, grace is behind that and it has ordained that
1: por el prarabdha. Uh,
0: based on the pralabda, according
2: Uh, Yes, but thats uh, it's very much more complex and subtle than that. To put it very simply, how I would express it is, whatever effort we make to go outwards is effort made by ego. That is, ego, ego is driving the effort. Any effort to go within is driven by grace. The problem is we're making more effort to go outwards than we're making effort to go within because the ego is constantly asserting itself. That's why ego needs to yield itself. Grace is drawing our attention back within, but we need to yield ourselves to that pull of grace that is drawing our attention within. So when we are are making effort to turn within, what we are actually doing is yielding ourselves to the pull of grace which is drawing our attention inwards so long as we're going outwards it's all ego's effort yes grace is ordaining the the fruit of our karmas, in and we it's making us experience them in the form of pr- of prarabdha but that's all grace is doing that in order to um the ultimate aim of grace is only to pull us within. It giving, it's giving us the those fruit of our past karmas which will be most conducive to um putting us in a frame of mind where we're willing to turn within. But the actual the 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 aid, the sole aim of grace is not to ordain the fruit of our karmas. That is just a means. That's not the end. The end is to draw our attention within. So the more we allow our mind, we we experience the prarabdha only to the extent to which we allow our mind to go outwards. As Bhagavan said, prarabdha affects only the outward-turning mind. It cannot prevent the mind turning within. So uh, let us forget about prarabdha. Let us forget about all this. Our soul aim if we are following Bhagavan's path, is to try more and more to turn within. Because by turning within, we are yielding to grace. And by allowing our attention to go outward, we're obstructing the work of grace. So it's it's best, I, I find that analogy given by um, Alan Watts, it's a bit complex. It's a bit from a dull head like mine, it doesn't make much sense. But this yes. to me makes sense. But, but we, at every moment, we have a choice. ¿Do we allow our attention to go outwards towards anything other than ourselves, or do we turn it back within? We are constantly making the wrong choice, but let's not be disheartened. Let us, every moment that we make the right choice of turning our attention within, we are getting closer and closer to our goal. That's all we need to know about. Pero incluso cuando hacemos un esfuerzo para
1: hacer o decir algo, si éste tiene que llevar a una experiencia, ese esfuerzo eh, aunque sea para una experiencia egoica movida por el ego si finalmente
0: ocurre si finalmente
1: ocurre esa experiencia aunque haya sido promovida por el ego
0: ego esa experiencia si
1: ha, si ha ocurrido Es parte del prarapta.
0: Uh, part
1: Con lo cual, la, la gracia sabe que desde nuestra inmadurez, mientras no hayamos llegado a comprender profundamente, no vamos a poder evitar eh, hacer esfuerzos que provengan del ego. Y digamos que la inteligencia suprema ¿no? De, del ser sabe que, aun iniciando una acción. Desde el punto de vista del ego, haciendo un esfuerzo desde el ego,
0: ah, so, uh, Supreme intelligence knows that even that if we make an effort starting from uh, the starting point of ego from ego
1: si eso tiene que terminar generando una experiencia
0: if that has to end up causing an experience
1: esa experiencia forma parte del prarabda.
0: that experience is part of the prarabda
1: Y ese prarabdha nos ayudará a debilitar nuestras inclinaciones para hacer esfuerzos desde el ego.
0: That prarabdha will help us to weaken our inclinations to make efforts from ego.
2: Yes, in a sense, but the thing is, whatever whatever actions need to be done by our mind, speech or body in order for us, in order for our prarabdha to unfold. We will be made that these these three instruments of action—mind, speech, and body—will be made to do those actions. So we shouldn't even concern ourselves with that. Our sole aim should be trying to turn within more and more and more. Let's not let's not concern ourselves about prarabdha. When when I, when we allow our attention to go outwards, we will experience the prarabdha. That's inevitable. Our aim is not to experience the prarabdha, not to allow our attention to go outwards. Our sole aim is to try more and more and more to turn our attention within. So we need to be very, very focused. That is what Bhagavan taught us about prarabdha, is to make us understand, but we need not be concerned about the prarabdha because it's already determined what we are, t- what this person Michael or Ernesto or Carlos or Jose is to experience it's already predetermined and whatever actions need to be done by the mind speech and body of this person will be made they will be made to do those actions that has nothing to do with us we are not this person we are that which is shining in Mahata's heart as I. so our sole interest should be en holding on to this eye. So what Bhagavan taught us about prarabdha is only to make us understand that we need not concern ourselves about this outward life. We need not concern ourselves about whatever actions need to be done in order to experience prarabdha because we're going to be made, the mind, speech and body are going to be made to do those actions. The only thing we need to be concerned about is turning within more and more and more and more.
1: Lo, lo mencionaba en, en el sentido de que Si solo aprendiéramos por conciencia, no tendríamos que aprender también por experiencia.
0: Uh, I mentioned it because if we only had, si solo tro- tuviéramos que aprender por conciencia,
1: solo pudiéramos.
0: Uh, if, we can- if we could only learn by conscious, uh, uh, consciousness, sí. no. uh, we wouldn't need to
1: learn by experience. Pero muchas veces es la experiencia la que nos lleva a darnos cuenta. But sometimes it's the
0: experience that uh, makes us realize the nonsense of still uh, keep going Mm -hmm. outwards.
2: Uh, Prarabdha certainly has its part to play. So long as we allow our attention to go outwards, we're going to experience all the blows of Prarabdha. But uh, what our focus should be is on going within. So... uh, mm
0: -hmm. So Michael, the thing, the thing is with Praravda and the actions done by us as, as I mean made by a, uh by God that uh, mm. we do in, in accordance with our praravda. Yeah. And uh, the ones that we are uh based on our free will is that for example, if I'm told uh I don't know, someone told me, tells me to go on a trip, then I, I don't want to go to that trip. Sure. Yeah. I in face. uh um uh, I have. It seems to me that I have a decision to make. Okay, I have to say no or yes. Maybe, but maybe if I say no, that answer may have been, uh, maybe I've been made to do, to say no to that answer.
2: Maybe, yes. Maybe, I mean, I I,
0: I feel that I I did it myself. I said no, but it could have been that God made me say that. Yeah, Yeah.
1: yes,
2: yes, yes, exactly. I always have the impression it's me. Yes, well, but making... we, so that's why we cannot distinguish to what extent any action that we do, to what extent it's driven by God's will, to what extent it's driven by our will. It may be driven by both. We, 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 we but these things we need need not concern us.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. That we are we face many situations that put us in front of a situation that oh no, it's me. It's only me who would have to decide. Yeah, yeah.
2: That, so, that 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 is uh, that's because of this cartout for buddhi. Because uh-huh. we experience this mind, speech, and body as ourselves, whatever actions are done by them, I have done them. So uh, so um yeah, I, I mean we don't need yes, to distinguish exactly, yes, yes. but we
0: are because of that we are always hesitating. But what yes, do I do yes. in this situation? Yes. I don't do but anything. We, what is, the situation is going to be, <laughs> I mean, it's going to be a disaster or something.
2: We, we, we need not concern ourselves about these things. That's why Bhagavan said this is all determined by Pararabda. Whatever you are to experience, you will experience. Whatever decisions you need to make in order to experience that, you'll be made to make. And supposing you make a decision, supposing someone asks you to come on a trip, for example, you have to decide would to go, yes or no. So, it's generally it's best to try to avoid uh, unnecessary, I mean, to Bhagavan, when someone asked Bhagavan, Bhagavan, how to know which action, which actions are according to Pararabdha, which actions are not according to Pararabdha. Bhagavan said, whatever comes, reject it, reject it, reject it. Whatever sits on your head in spite of you rejecting it, that is Pararabdha. So if someone asks you to go on a trip, no. You say, if it's your destiny to go on that trip, somehow or other your, your decision not to go will be overridden.
0: It's not like that movie. I don't know if you guys know that movie. It's called The, the Yes Man. Mm. Uh, it's, a, it's a movie of uh, someone who goes to a coach or a guru. Yes. And they are depressed. And the guru says, if you want to really find happiness, you say yes to everything. Yes and you will be happy you will see how everything eh you know it starts like this no? it starts yeah, yeah. it says yes to everyone okay I'll go there. I'll do that I'll go. Yeah. but finally it's uh, it's a mess yeah,
1: pero si yeah, pero yeah. si sí, sí tendríamos que eh aunque no sea el la prioridad principal eh uh,
0: but it, uh, we should even though it's not the main priority eh,
1: no tanto differentiate entre qué action or palabra o acto va a ser hecho desde la voluntad o desde el destino. Not what
0: words or what deed or what uh, thought is going is made by destiny o by will.
1: Sino si esa voluntad proviene de una inclinación eh, a, de una suba o, o de una asuba
0: Eh, maybe that will come from our subavasana or a subavasana
1: mientras estemos eh, nos sintamos empujados a ir hacia afuera y no prioricemos ir con la autoindagación hacia lo que somos
0: as long as we are being pushed to attend outwards and not by self investigation to attend to ourselves
1: al menos tratar de seguir la dirección que notemos that At least
0: to try to follow that direction that makes us feel at peace and, and in love with others.
2: Yeah. That, that is, so long as we're under the sway of Vishayabhasanas, we should try to be swayed only by the Subhavishayabhasanas, rather than the Subhavishayabhasanas. But the, that's that's only so long as we're allowing our attention to go back within. But what's most important in this path is maintaining that focus. We are not just trying to be a good person. We are trying to surrender ourselves completely. And we can surrender ourselves completely only by turning within. Yes, of course, when we're turning outwards, when we have a choice of doing a good action or a bad action, we should do the good action that that's obvious but that's not we can do any number of good actions but it's not solving the problem it's it's better to do good actions than to do bad actions but it's better the, the only solution to the problem is not to, is not is to give up being the doer and be the beer and we can be the beer only by holding on to our being
1: yes. sí porque mucha gente Al final se queda en en esto, en tratar de elegir correctamente desde dónde va a decir, hablar o hacer, y no tanto el agarrarse a lo que somos.
0: Yes, because many people remain there or stay. From where am I speaking? From where am I acting or something? And not to attend to that which we are really. Yes, yes.
2: That's why Bhagavan's path, this is the direct path, this is cutting through all these things. So Bhagavan, if we understand Bhagavan's teachings, it's all about turning within. All the other things Bhagavan taught about karma and everything, the the, the sole aim of what he taught about Pararabdha is to make us understand, but uh, by allowing our attention to go outwards, we don't achieve anything. Because what is going to be experienced is going to be experienced. What is not going to be experienced is not going to be experienced. We cannot change anything. So it's a it's futile to concern ourselves about anything other than ourselves. The only thing that we should concern ourselves about is who am I. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely, uh, Jose. Uh, we have a new friend with us
0: <laughs> in the group. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't said a word uh, so far, so that's the best participation I could come up with. <laughs> uh, well, I, I think, um, well, thank you so much, Ernesto and Carlos, for bringing me in. I appreciate it. And also you, Michael, of course. Yeah. Um, regarding that, well, I, I want uh, much more to what has been said already. Uh, and oh, that's a nice problem. So Wanna give wanna be free of problem, gotta be free of acid, uh, wanna be free of passing, gotta be free of ego. Turn your attention. But then hold fast. Don't sort of don't don't let it go. Just hold on very fast. Yeah.
2: Like
1: a um, like a monkey yeah. to to
2: his mother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Don't ever yeah. let go. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. Exactly. Uh, um, there's, there's one more bit of a question that we haven't really addressed, um, yeah. uh, uh, Carla. You said, are these feelings an inevitable effect of right. looking for the restoration of our natural condition? That is, we, um, because we are look, looking for the restoration of our natural conditioning, Well, firstly, just to clarify, our natural condition is ever present. It doesn't need restoring. As Bhagavan says, um, what is real is always real. We don't need to realize what is real. The problem is that we've now realized the unreal. So all that is required is for us to unrealize the unreal. In other words, we've got to, we don't have to regain our natural condition, if we remove this ego condition, that is, if we remove our ego nature, our real nature alone will remain. Um, but we, we, we are seeking to remove our real nature so that we so we're seeking to remove our ego nature so that the real nature alone remains. That's our aim. Because that is our aim, we are trying to turn within. And the more we turn within, the more we will recognize our unfitness, recognize our lack of love, recognize the strength of our viseyabhasanas. So yes, the in, in a sense, what you say is true. It is an inevitable effect of, of, of striving for the restoration of our n- real nature, which is always present. Of course, it doesn't need to be restored, but the, because we are seeking to remove this ego, the more we are turning within, the more clearly we become aware of uh, the vasanas and the strength of the vasanas and behold, hold that these vasanas hold over us. Vasanas don't actually have any strength of their own. Whatever strength the vasanas have is strength that we've given them in the past by allowing ourselves to be swayed by them. So they seem to be very strong. They seem to have such a, a powerful hold on us, but actually um, they 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 have no power of their own. Whatever power Vasanas seem to have is power but we have given them. So we let us not be uh um perturbed by the power of our Vasanas. Yes, true, the vasanas are very powerful, but the the power they have is power we have given them. So since we have given them the power, we can deprive them of the power. And how do we deprive them of their power? By not allowing ourselves to be swayed by them. And how do we avoid being swayed by any vishaya vasanas whatsoever? Only by holding on to self-attentiveness. And when we're holding on to self-attentiveness, we're holding on to the original source of power. That is all power. The original source of power is, the, uh, as, as Nessa said earlier, chit-shakti. That is the power of awareness. All the power that we see outside manifest, the power of the mind, the power of the, all the powers of the universe, these are all a reflection of the infinite power of, that is called chit-shakti, the power of awareness. So by turning within and holding on to our being, we are tapping into that to the source of all power. So by we we are empowering ourselves by holding on to the uh, uh, to ourselves, and thereby by empowering ourselves, we we are enabling ourselves to remain without being overpowered by the vasanas.
1: Hmm. So, so both.
2: The whole thing comes down to just that is Bhagavan's teaching. What we always need to remember with Bhagavan's teaching is there is one aim and one aim alone. That is trying to be self attentive, trying to hold on to self attentiveness more and more. Holding on to self attentiveness, that alone is the real deep surrender. So, how to surrender ourselves to grace? Only by holding on to self attentiveness. How to overcome aversion? Only by holding on to self attentiveness. How to avoid being perturbed by prarabdha? Hold on to self attentiveness. Whatever the problem you mention, there's only one solution: hold on to self attentiveness.
1: además, eh, vemos muchas veces que cuesta asimilar es. Que si solo tienes como objetivo únicamente tratar de atenderte a ti mismo y tener y dar esa respuesta siempre. Cada vez que tratas de atenderte a ti mismo, avanzas mucho más en la dirección de la purificación de tus basanas.
0: Each time that you, uh, try to you uh, you go much further in the purification of your vasanas
1: than through any other thing
0: than through any other thing any other practice or
2: yeah yeah
1: lo que pasa es que cuando fallas tantas veces
0: the thing is that when you fail so many times
1: la sensación que se genera en la mente es de que no avanzas
0: the sensation generated in the mind is that you're not progressing or you're not uh, Going forward.
1: Y entonces tiendes a buscar, hacer otras cosas para compensar esa sensación de no avance.
0: Not, uh, progress.
1: Cuando en realidad el haber seguido persistiendo y perseverando una y otra vez a pesar de caerte mil veces...
0: After that, you try it again.
1: Eso te acercaría mucho antes a tu destino.
0: Eso te daría mucho más rápido a tu destino.
1: Como cuando Saduam hablaba ¿no? del desarrollo de la fuerza externa, eh, diciendo que si alguien se iba en bicicleta eh, hasta Palocotu.
0: So Saduam like, uh, dijo: uh, uh, by increasing the strength. Eh, no era aprendiendo a, la, a montar, ¿no? Era
1: sí que si, que si haces el camino inverso, en lugar de ir hacia Tilubanamala y vas hacia Palokotu en bicicleta,
0: sí, like the, the analogy of the bicycle, no, when if you go to oh, yes, yes, Palakotu,
1: yes. yes. eh, 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 te parece que vas avanzando, pero en realidad te estás alejando.
0: Since you are going forward, you're getting closer, but you are getting further actually.
2: Yeah, no. That is what Bhagavan. What 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 said is, if your if your aim is to go to Tirukoyilur, which is north of Tiruvannamalai, and you have a bicycle, the the wise way is to is to start on the road to Belor, and by the way, time you're halfway there, you'll have learned how to ride a bicycle. Instead of that, if you start to uh, to cycle in the opposite direction, going to Tirokoilo. By the time you've learned to cycle, you're, you're further away from your destination. So rather than trying to gain strength of one-pointedness by any other means, by a, by doing mantra japa or dhyana or anything else, however weak we may be, let us start on going in the right direction, which is towards ourselves. So the the best way, the wisest way to... to, to to gain the strength that is required to hold on to self attentiveness is to start trying to hold on to self attentiveness from the very beginning
1: lo que pasa es que a pesar de que decimos esto tantas veces
0: find that the, the, despite the fact that we say this so many times
1: eh, sabemos que muchas veces, muchas personas no lo quieren realmente ver.
0: Uh, uh, we know that many people that don't really want to see it
1: Todavía prefieren hacer otras cosas.
0: They still doing other y, hay que respeta,
1: y hay que respetar que eso sea así.
0: That is to be Por,
1: porque muchas veces esa sensación de avance, aunque sea en la dirección opuesta, finalmente les dará el impulso para tomar la dirección correcta que les lleve al destino
0: finally will make them uh, do the right turn, to finally uh, take the right uh, direction?
2: Ultimately, we all have to take the right, we we have to turn in the right direction because (laughs) that's the... the, Bhagavan says in the last verse of Arunachashtakam, just like the rain that has uh, been evaporated from the sea, uh, from the ocean, will not stop, until it is, returns to the ocean. So it may sh- rain on a mountain, it may fall down as waterfall or a stream, it may get caught in reservoirs, it may get evaporated again, but it will, there's no rest for it until it returns to the ocean. And just like the birds flying in the sky, there's Uh, there's no rest place for them to rest in the sky. They can get rest only by returning to earth. Likewise, sooner or later, we all have to come to this path. There's no other way. But why to waste our time in the meanwhile? Let us here and now, let us try our best to be self-attentive and let us not be discouraged by our failure. Yes, inevitably, we will fail. We will fail time and time and time again. But we should never be discouraged by our failure. In fact, we should be encouraged by our failure because failure is the sign that we are trying. If we, ne- if we never try, we will never fail. But we will also never succeed. But if we try, inevitably we will fail again and again and again. But eventually we will succeed. So let us take every failure as a... As a Uh, a badge of honor, because that means we're at least trying to go in the right direction. And every effort to turn within is is a big step in the right direction. So even if it ends in failure, at least we've tried. So let us keep on trying, trying, trying. However many times we fail, we should never be discouraged. As Bhagavan says in Nana, however great a sinner one may be, Instead of lamenting, oh, I'm a sinner, how can I be saved? If one is steadfast in self-attentiveness, one will surely be saved. So we can take that sinner there. What is the primary sin? Is not being self-attentive. So however many times we fail to hold on to self-attentiveness, instead of lamenting, oh, I'm not able to hold on to self-attentiveness, this path is too difficult for me, I'm too weak, let us Persevere in trying. How does let us not be discouraged by any amount of failure. Let us just keep on trying. That is the only way to succeed. Yes.
0: One, one thing that I, uh, Michael, uh, that uh, we haven't mentioned, I think, it's also that there is happiness in the path. Uh, I mean, the, the, truth, the path, truth, path truth. happiness, and and yeah, fitness. Because I the, mean, more, they
2: the more we turn within. The more we are surrendering ourselves, the more we surrender ourselves. The 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 more we are taking the luggage of our head and putting it aside. So yes, the more we follow this path, though it may be a great struggle, though we may be failing, we are a lot happier than we would be if we were engaging in any any outward activity.
0: Exactly, that's detaching that, 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 yourself from all those things that we don't need that, uh, I mean, that we are not even like yes. the body and yes. the mind is that in itself is happiness. Yeah. I mean, it's time that you are able to,
2: I there's, that's there's, a little
0: bit, uh, That I mean, it's uh, a, a small taste of happiness and love for, yes. uh, for continuing the path. And I think what that happiness is, what between two moments of failure that we may have that happiness is what stands in between <laughs> like yeah. okay if that happens will make me fall and then uh, stand up again so yes
2: yeah. there's there's a beautiful verse in the Corral which Bhagavan often used to point out yadlin yadlin nodal adlin adlin that means from whatever from whatever you uh you uh, withdraw yourself or you give up you are free from the from the suffering caused by that by that so the more we are turning within and letting go of everything else the more we are freeing ourselves from the suffering of all these things so the, this is the only real path to happiness if we really want happiness it's not no nothing else will satisfy us the only happiness can only be found within and, and happiness infinite happiness is our ultimate goal Infinite happiness will be experienced only when ego is destroyed. But even while we're following this path, because by the more we try to hold on to self attentiveness, the more ego is subsiding, subsiding, subsiding. And to the extent to which the ego subsides, to that extent we are happy. So, however difficult this path may be, this is a lot happier than doing anything else.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Exactly.
0: We, we may after after I mean we are in the battlefield of our will, uh fighting with our uh, the Salvasana with our Vishayavasana, the, after yeah. after being beaten, we may seem uh, experience the the failure. Yes. Yeah, but then it's uh, just being have the opportunity to try it again is yes uh, encourages, that's what you say, Rango. Right? Yeah. yeah,
2: yes, yes, definitely. And the more, we rec- the more we fail, the more we recognize our powerlessness. The more we recognize our powerlessness, the more willing we are to surrender ourselves. So, so e- even the failures are helping us move in the right direction. I mean, we're not seeking failure, but when the failure happens, it's all part of the process. Part of the fuel. Yeah part, part, yeah, part of the, 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 the process of purification, of cleansing of our heart, making us more and more humble.
1: Okay, thank, thank you very much, uh, Michael. Uh, all
2: thanks to uh, Bhagavan. Uh, this is all, <laughs> it's only <laughs> what Bhagavan has taught us we are talking about. Yes.